Good morning. Welcome to the Energy Works Radio Show. This is episode number 20, Blockages versus Freedom. So blockages are a pretty normal part of life in our mortal journey. Overcoming them can be difficult. Sometimes these blockages occur in our thinking or our body or our spirit, our home, our relationships, our work, or sometimes it's just our goals. Sometimes our creativity can be blocked. So how do we get from blockage to freedom? To me, I think the first step is to identify where you're going and to quantify and qualify exactly where you're going. Um, so, you know, numbers, times, you know, to, you know, exactly how much you want to earn, how many hours you want to work, um, you know, if, that, if that's in terms of your business and exactly the type of people that you're going to be working with and, you know, to describe each aspect of it. And then, well, Jairek Robbins, he, did, he spoke in the Telly Summit that I did, Your Body, Your Mind, Your Power. And uh, he, he talked about your perfect day and he made you describe your perfect day, what you would be doing, you know, he'd have breakfast with, you know, the things you'd do during the day. He he was very specific in in what he wanted you to describe in that perfect day. So get clear on what you want to do and what you don't want to do. Also identify exactly where you're going and then I, ne- I think it's really important for you to express gratitude for what you're about to receive. You may not have it all yet, but to express gratitude for how it will fit when you have it so that you're already in the attitude of gratitude, which I think helps move many things forward. There was a story I uh, read about a lady called Corrie ten Boom. She was a, a Dutch woman and her family um, hid Jews in the war in their home and they got busted and they ended up in the concentration camp, her and her sister. And um, they were good Christian women who, who tried to teach people you know, about, about the Saviour and about having a belief. And um, when they were in the concentration camp, they ended up in part of the camp that was really full of fleas. And they found the fleas terrible. And uh, her sister would say to her, oh, you know, we have to be grateful for everything. And she said, oh, I can't be grateful for the fleas. She said, you must. And so it turned out that because they had the fleas, um, none of the, the leaders would bother them very much because they were scared to get the fleas themselves. So they were able to share the gospel with lots of people because of the fleas. So even the fleas turned out to be a good thing. So if we can see the good in everything that happens to us and be, have gratitude for all things that happen to us, it really helps us to get past the blockages because we can see then, you know, what good has come out of this difficulty, what good has come out of this blockage. And the more that you can see the strengths that you've received from these difficulties and can identify, you know, your growth, the blockage becomes a stepping stone then rather than a blockage. And each each experience that we have that is difficult does grow our muscles for the next one and we become stronger and more able to deal with life as we as we approach each blockage and difficulty that we have. So, what is it that you have to be grateful for? So 
So I think if you can try and after the call or if you're listening later, you can pause and have a think about what you are grateful for, the good and the bad, and, you know, where you've come from. You know, I, you know looking up the mountain, at your goals and where you're going, and then sometimes you need to sort of look back and see where you've come from, see how far up the mountain you've already come and what you've achieved. And some gratitude to your body and your spirit and your mind for having got got you this thus far, and to you know encourage yourself to to keep going. So I just wanted to clear a little bit of energy around these blockages and also around freedom. So if we look at you know some basics like I'm okay with freedom, I'm safe with freedom, which doesn't hold. <laughs> And I accept my freedom. And often we see ourselves as being tired and not free. And freedom we often see as, you know, no rules or not being held down. But I think freedom is in your mind more than it is actually in your circumstances. Um, I've spoken before, I'm sure, about um, Victor Frankl. And uh, he was also a prisoner of war and he was, all his families were, all, all members of his family were killed, all his property and possessions were taken from him. And he had one of those aha moments where he decided that, you know, they couldn't change, uh, they could they could change his circumstances externally, but that he could always choose how he wanted to feel and he chose to feel happy. And I think that's part of our, you know, our mindset is we need to choose to be happy regardless of what's happening around us and to see the good in the difficult things around instead of, um, you know, getting upset with what's going on. Yeah, so I'm okay with my blockages. And when, it's like even with losing weight too, it's like we can't, we won't be able to lose one ounce of weight until we accept who we are and where we are at this particular point in time. And when we can accept who we are and how we are right now, and love ourselves anyway, then we're able to take the next step. So it's like we have to accept, you know, who we are, how we are now, and, you know, sometimes we have to look at the circumstances that brought us to this particular point that we're in, good and bad, um, and, you know, see the good that's come out of being this far, or having got that far anyway. So if we go into the blockages, it's a bit generational, dad's side. Dad's dad. Uh, feeling of disgust. Uh, disgust towards self. And this is there's some reaction to our feelings here. So feelings are chemicals, and each person reacts differently to different feelings, and each body system reacts to the feelings as well. So stomach meridian comes up here, which is a disgust is a stomach. Emotion, and if you think about it, if the food is so disgusting you could vomit, so that's like that feeling of disgust. And we'll say in there, I no longer have disgust for myself. Oh, we can also no longer have disgust for my problems, my work, my gift. Okay, so I accept my freedom, that's better. I'm safe with my freedom, I'm okay with my blockages. I no longer have disgust for myself, my problem, my work, or my gift. Uh, I'm ready to move forward. That's not holding. That's six chakras. Six chakras about your intuition, trusting your intuition. 
seventh chakra is about trusting God or the universe. I allow myself to be led by God. And sometimes we have a, like a certain picture of how our life should be and what we can accomplish, but God or the universe can have a bigger picture of what we should do. And we have in, inklings, and I think we're in the right direction, but we often don't see the picture big enough. And we don't believe that we can get there. So I'll add in there, I believe in myself. And interesting enough, others believe in me is quite strong. So often others, other people can see our potential and believe that we can do it, but it's our own belief in self that holds us back. Uh, even if there is opposition, I believe in myself. So a little bit about prosperity now too. We've talked about prosperity in the past and how prosperity is like a river and you know, some people go to the river with a thimble and some people go with a Mack truck and, the people, and some people go with a bucket. So the people that go with the, the thimble are, are pretty cross at the people that come with the Mack trucks and buckets. But really there's plenty in the river and we need to all go there ourselves. And if we're only willing to go with a thimble, we just have to go there a lot of time. And if I say I'm okay with my Mack truck, that's no. Um, T. Harvicker um, said, you know, there's good people and bad people in this world. Who do you want to have the money, the good people or the bad people? Well, the good people, of course, and, you know, you and I, we, we are the, we're the good people. So we're supposed to have money, not just for the sake of money, but for the good we can do with it. So we're coming here into life rhythm, which is to do with um, meridians are involved or which, you know, elements are involved. So we have fire, earth, metal, water and wood. So in this case it's water and water is kidney and bladder. So it's about bladder meridian. And bladder meridian goes with low serotonin. So you know being depressed. I no longer need my depression. This is generational. Mum's dad. Okay. Just rechecking. So I'm ready to move forward. I allow myself to be led by God. I believe in myself. That's good. Even if there is opposition, I believe in myself. I'm okay with my Mack truck. Everyone else is okay with my Mack truck. I no longer need my depression. Right. And a lot of things, a lot of battles are fought and won in our minds. And often we defeat ourselves before we even, you know, walk out the door. So the more that we can control our mind, and, you know, if you think about your mind being like a stage and, you know, we are in control of who's on the stage and as soon as bad thoughts and negative thoughts come on, it's like you've got a crook and you just drag them off the stage and we're ready with good people to go and good thoughts and good actions. And even if you need a little poem or a song or something that you need to, to sing or have play on your phone or your, you know, your stereo so that you can um, lift yourself up again as soon as any negativity tries to creep in. My mind allows clarity at all times. And we'll add to that even in the darkest days. Uh, when things get tough, I no longer get mad at myself. And of course, your body and your mind is going to serve you much more if you're grateful to them. So, six chakra again. So, six chakra is about, you know, around your head, the center of your forehead, questioning, intuition, understanding, perception, inner vision, wisdom, imagination. Pineal gland, pituitary gland, all those things, sinuses, eyes and ears, they're all involved. So outer brain dysfunction. The sandalwood's good too to help your intuition and also your connection to God. 
it's safe for me to see the truth no matter what it is. And sometimes the truth can be a bit ugly and we don't want to see. Um, I remember the first time I read the Carol Truman book, uh, Feelings Buried Alive Never Die, and I read, I realised that I blamed my husband for everything and it was me. It was hard to cop. And the more that I could address that it was me and I could accept myself even with the warts, the more I was supported. Um, and it's okay if others know the truth about me. It's a bit generational. Dad's mum. Her dad stifled, feeling being stifled. You know, some people worked in a mine, that would be pretty stifling. Some people lived through a depression. That's also a stifling. Now, going into the first chakra, which is our base, which is developed mostly while we're zero to seven. So when you think about it, a lot of things do happen, a lot of things of how you believe, how you fit in the family, all those things happen in that time zero, zero to seven. So foot and leg pains can be included here. Because you think about your feet and your legs are your base, feeling disconnected from your body, and your body is a representation of your spirit. And so, you know, when we're not happy inside or we're not on our right path, our body is functioning correctly either. And even though some people feel that, oh, you know, my body's fine, things start in our feel, and often we're not recognising our feelings as important or acknowledging them, and yet they help guide us. Poor boundaries come in here too. I easily start and complete all my endeavours. And often we start plenty of projects and then we don't finish them. Um, sometimes this is about fear of completion because if we complete something, what are we going to do then? Um, sometimes it's about you know feeling that we can do it. Sometimes it's about taking on too many projects at once, or um, you know not breaking the project up into small doable steps. Um, there's a acronym called SMART. And so this is about goals. S is for specific, M is measurable, A is attainable, R is realistic, and T is timely. So I think all those things are important when we set goals and we set where we want to go, that we include that in there so that we actually accomplish what we need to accomplish. And this has got some generational things here too. Dad's mum and her dad. I no longer need to hang on to waste. And this can apply, you know, within our body. You have our own empty properly or we don't cough out the rubbish in our lungs or, you know, we have sinuses problems or fluid retention. All those things would apply to hanging on to waste. Um, and around our home too, you know, we keep think, keeping things in case of a rainy day. And that's okay if you have room for storage and you can put it away in the cupboard and have it labelled so you know where it is. But if, that's, if you don't have that room or that space and that's, you don't have the right to do that. You must clear what you have that's in excess or not usable currently or maybe never and, you know, to pass that on to somebody that may need or use it or want it. And that way, as you give, you you will be given to also some, something for mum's side of the family. Mum's mum. Okay. That's a bit clearer. So now we're going into the third chakra, which is about our power and our you know, beliefs that we can get there. 
our ambition, and our actions. It's weakened by shame, embarrassment and self-consciousness. But self-consciousness applies here particularly. I think about birthing a baby here. Um, in, in the process of birth, um, a lot of elimination occurs just before and even during sometimes. Uh, you know, before you go into labour, often um, you, your bowels may empty, you might vomit, you'll pee, you know, a lot of exiting happens before as so you get ready to birth the baby. And even sometimes during um, the birth, you know, I found for myself I would often get the shakes and stuff, all your muscles would be trembling. And, you know, you might see that as a negative thing, but it was actually a positive thing because it made it that you couldn't hold on tight to your muscles because they were all trembly like that. So it actually helped me to relax more and to, and to let go. So uh, each thing that happens to us that helps us deal with letting go of things is actually for our good. And even though I'm a bit angry, it's like, well, how is this actually helping me? So, and also in birthing, you know, many women will be quite loud, you know, they, will, they might grunt and groan and moan and, you know, make all these noises, but it's part of the, um, you know, the letting go and being free. And, you know, birthing a baby is it's hard work. It's not called labour for nothing. It's physically demanding, emotionally demanding, and spiritually demanding. And it requires a great deal of trust to our own bodies to the process, to the baby, you know, to the people helping us around the birth. And this is in life too. If you think about the, you know, what you're trying to achieve is like birthing a baby, you know, your business or your, you know, your goal is like a baby that you're trying to birth. And, you know, there will be elimination, there will be grunting, there will be groaning. And we, we want to always look pretty and make it like it's all under control. But, you know, it, it requires sometimes to give up that and to be able to just get into it and to be earthy and to grunt and groan and to, you know, express what's really going on and to allow the help that's around us to help us. So, you know, if you think about labour and about things like that, and it's okay for those things to happen and to put your, you know, your, roll your sleeves up and to get stuck into it is fine. And to get hot and sweaty and a bit flustered is fine too. It's part of the process. And every woman would have to agree, except for maybe precious few, that labour is pretty daunting and it's hard work, achievable, but in the in the throes of it, you know, it definitely there are times you feel like that you're not doing a good job and that you're not in control. But when once you've birthed the baby and you look back, you can see that that was just part of the process. And, um, you know, a, a, Accomplishing anything that's really difficult does involve this overcoming your, your um, fear and, you know, just one step at a time, one breath at a time, getting through it. I continually see and follow my divine path and I really believe that each of us have these gifts within us and this is what we're supposed to do here in this life. Often we um, uh, haven't unwrapped the present yet. And we're a bit scared to unwrap it in case, you know, it's not something that we like. But each of us has this gift that we come here with that we're supposed to use for our good and for our family's good and for the good of the world. I choose goodness, light and love. And sometimes we can get ourselves in a bad mood and be enjoyed to be in that bad mood. And then we're not choosing goodness and life and love. We're choosing the other side. And as quickly as you can get yourself out of there, you need to. And you need to make conscious effort to do that. 
and whether you need to pray, meditate, read a poem, a story, a scripture, listen to uplifting music, whatever it takes, you need to get yourself out of that mindset as quickly as you can because that means that you're actually doing it and these blockages are sent to try you and will try and stop you from being on your path because your path is important. And so each blockage you must re- uh, almost revere and see it as, oh, this is opposition, I must be doing good and what I need to do is good. I'm confident in my ability to make my life work. Um, I'm thinking here, when I was at um, at uni, I had uh, four part-time jobs and, you know, it was pretty hectic and the, there were jobs that I wouldn't necessarily do for my life, but it was, it was the jobs I needed to do to earn the money I needed to get me where I was going. And each of those jobs I learned something from and I met good people and it was a stepping stone on the way. And, you know, it... it even though we may be unhappy with where we're at now, we need to accept where we're at now, love where we're at now, love ourselves anyway, and love ourselves enough to encourage ourselves to keep taking the next step and to keep moving. So just checking if there's any questions. So a little bit more on the first chakra here. So the first chakra is about survival. I remain grounded at all times. Sometimes we can think of grounded as being like a plane and not being able to get off the ground, but grounded is being um, attached to the earth so that we're realistic as well as being attached to heaven or to the universe where we can have higher inspiration. So we need both ends of it. I'm going into the heart chakra now. I follow my heart easily. I acknowledge my own loveliness. You know, when someone gives you a compliment, say, thank you very much. Not, oh, no, that's not me. You know, acknowledge, like for me, people say, oh, you need to do a great job clearing. Well, I have help because it's not me that's clearing. There is higher help. I acknowledge that I can be a good assistant, but it's not me doing the clearing. And it's the same with us in life. You know, we're on this path, but we're being helped. Love is everywhere, and I allow myself to experience it. And sometimes we just withdraw and don't allow ourselves to experience love and to fit in and belong. We're scared of rejection or scared of not fitting in or not belonging and so then we'd rather not try or taste in case we don't fit in or belong. So I'll just check on these. So I easily start and complete all my endeavours. I no longer need to hang on to waste. I continually see and follow my divine path. I choose goodness, light and love. I'm confident in my ability to life work. I remain grounded at all times. I follow my heart easily. I acknowledge my own loveliness. Love is everywhere and I allow myself to experience it. That's good. So, as a recap, you know, blockages are part of the stepping stones and whether you see the blockages of a big mountain that you can ever climb and even if it is a big mountain, you get out your... your um, little chisel and you hammer and you start to hammer in the stones and little hand holes and toe holes so that you can start to climb up that wall that's in front of you. And, you know, each little step is important along the way. Be grateful to your body and your mind and your spirit to help you get there. And be grateful for your family and the people around you because they're part of the incentive to help us to move. And be grateful for every 
every little difficulty and, you know, learn what you need to learn from it and move on. Because once we've learned the lesson, we don't need the blockage anymore and we can go forward. Okay. So, if there's um, any questions, if we can put in the Facebook page, even if it's not for today. And for those that are, that like to listen, um, you know, I'm happy for you to share share the recordings or, or with anyone and, um, you know, tell them to join us on Facebook um, and they can comment or ask questions or, you know, suggest topics to be worked on. It's really helpful to me if you suggest things to be worked on and, uh, you know, that's a good way for people that perhaps, uh, you know, if you can't afford to do one-on-one energy clearing that you can still get your things clear in an easy way and then it makes topics for us to discuss and help other people with too and you know whatever you're worried about and stuck on lots of other people feel the same so the more people that speak up and say something the more it helps all of us I would also like to um, encourage you to keep working on what it is that you want to achieve and if you need help to ask put questions you know you can PM me or you can put email me um, Tanya at a1health.com.au and I'm happy to chat and help and do what we can. In the new year I'll probably be starting a, a business group where we'll do calls and do coaching to help people get onto their business so you know if you're interested express, express that to me and we'll be working out a program starting in the new year. Also um, there will be um, uh, Energy Works will be presented next year at at the end of February in Finley, and in in March we'll be going to um, the state. Um, we'll be going to LA, uh, Ohio, Arizona, um, Salt Lake, and possibly even Canada. So if you know anyone in those areas that's interested, you know please get them to be in contact with me and we can send them information closer to the time so that they may want to come and learn how to clear energy themselves and help their family and their friends and their business. So I'm grateful to those who listen and share and to pass comments and to who, who help give me feedback about where I should go to. And I'm grateful for all that and for all my obstacles and those people that helped me lovingly overcome my obstacles. So make the most of your day. Don't get cranky at yourself anymore. Just enjoy.